Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with Roland Warren, CareNet's President and CEO, and Vincent DeCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer. CareCast and more pro-abundant life commentary from CareNet can be found at care-net.org, where you can watch videos, download eBooks, and subscribe to the Abundant Life blog. Now let's listen in on what Roland and Vince have for us this week on CareCast. Well, Roland, we are here for another episode of CareCast. Yes. We're in a slightly different setting this time, recording this one. Yeah, I don't know if people can tell that or not. I, I wonder. I wonder. We're on the moon. We, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> the acoustics are great. Yeah, and this is not fake. It's, it's <laughs> this is a real moon landing. This is a real moon landing. I know the yeah. other one that you've seen for years and years. Yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. It, but this is the real thing. Yeah, I have an yeah. eight-year-old son that likes to yeah. do lots of moon landings, if you know what I mean. But, yeah. uh, well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what, like, you know, eight-year-old boys, they my like My only issue is I've got to be home this evening, so we've yeah. got to get once we finish this, we've got to get back in the rocket. Yeah, and get back. And it's only a couple hour ride. I yeah, think. yeah. You can spin by my place first, and they'll drop it yours. Similar, similar to the commute in the Washington D.C. region. <laughs> anyway, actually, <laughs> driving right. back from the moon or I flying know, back from I the moon. I guess. Yeah. So, given that we are here in the the month of July, here we are again about a month out from the historic uh, Supreme Court decision that overturned Roe versus Wade. And in the wake of that decision, which, you know, of course, is a decision that we're celebrating, um, it's a, an amazing legal victory uh, that represents justice, justice for the unborn and, and uh, for families. Many in the pro-choice movement have sort of responded with, um, I guess, pretty aggressive moves to try to, you know, make up for lost ground or consolidate areas where they think they might be able to, you know, still have some influence, like, you know, states where, you know, there's yeah. favorable abortion laws and that sort of thing. And so one particular senator has, all, has been trying to use this opportunity um, to get more pro-choice laws or regulations and that sort of thing passed or at least out there into the public consciousness right. for, one, for one reason or another. And that's Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. um, who has been very publicly threatening to shut down pregnancy centers. Yeah, she's okay. been very, very vocal about that. I mean, I think she's always certainly had an issue on the, on the, life, on the life issue in terms of being pro-choice. But, mm-hmm. you know, this is sort of a... A new thing that's happened since Roe has been overturned in terms of kind of a proactive mm-hmm. uh, and a pretty aggressive perspective yeah. of saying that you know, we should shut down, you know, pregnancy centers across the country. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, in, in the and we've seen this story a million times. Yes. And, you know, essentially the logic there is that pregnancy centers should be shut down because they are deceptive. Yeah. Right. Right. They deceive women. Um, so therefore they are unethical. And because they're unethical, they should all they should also be illegal. Exactly, um, and therefore they should be shut down and not allowed to operate. And so you pointed out some uh, something really interesting there. If you start to kind of break down the logic of this whole idea of right. pregnancy centers being deceptive, because you know the idea is that there are women who want to get abortions, right? Yes, and they are sort of you know stopped along the way by a pregnancy center that, that is deceiving them, right, into right. thinking that the pregnancy center is an abortion clinic. And so these women who are, want to get abortions are not able to get abortions because they're being sort of sidetracked by the, these pregnancy centers. But you pointed something out that was really interesting about women who get abortions, yeah. right? And that is that half of women who get abortions have actually already had at least one abortion, okay? Yep. And, and 59% of abortions, so almost you know three out of five women, three out of five women who get abortions are already mothers. So yes. they already have children. Right. So- what do those two data points kind of tell you about the women that are seeking abortions? I, I know. And, and yeah. it's one of these things that, okay, so you've had an abortion, so you know what that is. And you come to a pregnancy center, and then the pregnancy center convinces you that 
abortion's not good mm-hmm. when you've already had an abortion. And, and, and you already know how to get an abortion and you already because you've already to, had one, right? You are, exactly. Right. Yeah. Or you're a mother already, so you're convinced or deceived into giving birth to a child, mm-hmm. right? So, I right. mean, just think about that. Yeah. So you wanted an abortion. You talk to someone at a pregnancy center who shows you compassion, hope, and help, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you decide, you know what, I want to bring my child into the world, and, give, and you give birth to this child because you have... You've been deceived about childbirth. You've been deceived about what an abortion is. You've mm-hmm. been, I mean, it just makes it right. It it, it really, you know, it's one of the things that you and I have said before. It it really kind of puts a perspective out there that women are stupid, mm-hmm. and they're not stupid. Right, right. like so, that they're so easily deceived that a woman who already has children yes. can be fooled by a pregnancy center into having a child that she doesn't want to have. Like as if they're able to tell, like tell, oh, it's not too. It's easy to have a kid. You could. Just, just go and do it. But I mean, she already knows the challenges of having a child. So how are you going to like fool her into having one? Exactly. Right. And and the fact that abortion as a construct or a concept rather is promoted by the mainstream media, mm-hmm. by the White House, mm-hmm. public figures across celebrities, celebrities. I mean, who, who are shouting their abortions and telling you what abortions like in the movies and <laughs> songs. Right. I mean, right. in, in all these social. And there's even a brand. Planned Parenthood is yeah, the brand it, that it, no, exactly. is known for providing abortions. Yes, and does amazing marketing around mm-hmm. abortion uh, in, in terms of the concept of abortion. Certainly, has a bigger marketing budget than any pregnancy center mm-hmm. has, and certainly more than Karen has. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's all this branding around abortion, you know, in terms of it being safe and legal and good Mm -hmm. and empowering and all this other stuff. So you got all that branding, Mm -hmm. right? Then you have the fact that she already has children Mm -hmm. and the fact that often she already has already had an abortion. Mm -hmm. Despite all of that, she walks into the door of a pregnancy center and is deceived Mm -hmm. into believing that having her child is a good thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I I know. That's ascribing... A tremendous amount of power to pregnancy centers to deceive, but right. actually it's a different power that takes place there. It is. That's the thing. They, <laughs> pregnancy centers are powerful, yes. but in a very different way. And why it, don't we talk about that for a minute? Oh, absolutely. It, it's not that we're kind of leading people into the darkness. It's that we're leading people into the light. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. When you've been in darkness, right, mm-hmm. and the light comes on and you see something for what it truly is. Yes. That's what pregnancy centers do. Absolutely. And that's the reason why, you know, Elizabeth Warren and others like her want to put, from a biblical construct, want to put a basket over this light, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Because they want people to continue to be in darkness in terms, mm. in, terms of, in terms of how they are looking at this issue. They don't want the truth of, of, of what's happening there to, be, uh, to actually be articulated and promoted in the public right. square. So in, in a lot of ways, actually, the, the irony here is that, that before women— go to a pregnancy center, they are often being deceived Absolutely. Right? by the culture. And, you know, again, from a biblical perspective, they're being deceived by the evil one. Yes. Right? Who wants someone to feel alone, isolated, scared, and to make a decision in that state of mind, right? Absolutely. With when you have all the most famous, wonderful celebrities in the world all saying that abortion's great. Yeah. And, you know, and... And so that's where the deception is. Oh, happening. that's where the deception is. It's empowering. Yeah. You'll be, yeah. feel better about this, right. that you'll have no regrets. Yeah. You, you'll never have regrets for this, that right. this will be a tremendous relief. Yeah. That, that you know, again, as I've talked about in the past, that in order to have an abortion, what you have to believe is that the child coming into the world is going to be a net negative. Mm-hmm. Like no one has an abortion because they think it's going to make their life worse. And so what you've been marketed, the, what's been marketed to you is that this is actually going to make your life better. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's going to be better. You're going to have no regrets. Ever. Mm-hmm. We have all kinds of things that folk have regret about, like regret about haircuts, right, 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 <laughs> right. Know, yeah. things that they purchase. But here, 
in terms of ending the life of your child, you'll have absolutely no regrets in any way, shape, or form. And oh, by the way, if you do feel any regrets, there's something wrong with you, not something wrong with what was done to you. Right, right, right. right, right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. all of this, this is all like what you're supposed to believe mm, mm. to walk in, in, into into this situation. Right. So so yeah, yeah. I think that the, the difference is clearly that what, what the fear is, is that we actually show people the light. And certainly mm-hmm. we hear that again and again and again and again. I just got an email from... It's an anonymous uh, letter that we that you know we got into the office from this woman who wrote about an abortion that she mm-hmm. had, mm-hmm. and you remember she starts off. I was so deceived, I had no idea. She said I didn't need a ab- abortion. She said she said I didn't need abortion. What I needed was education. I needed help. That's what I needed. I didn't need an abortion, but what she was told that she needed was an abortion, right? So we hear that again and again and again and again in pregnancy centers, women who've had abortions already. Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. already have children, and they come to pregnancy centers because they're like, "I've done that. Mm-hmm. I know that there's regret from that, and mm-hmm. I need I need a different way." And that's what pregnancy centers do: offer yeah. compassion, hope, help, and obviously with our our work with churches mm-hmm. and discipleship. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's just a great great place to wrap it up, just in terms of just again sh- giving a shout out to just the amazing work our pregnancy center network does. We have 1,200 affiliated pregnancy centers, CareNet yes. does, uh, around the country, just doing absolutely incredible work. I've you know, I've had the honor of, of meeting several of them in the last year. And man, every time I go visit a pregnancy center, I'm just so blown away by uh, just the impact that they yeah. have in their community. I mean, yeah. they're they are oftentimes, you know, sort of a, a pillar in their community. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 and that's the thing. They're, it's really hard. It would be really hard for an organization like that to like be in the shadows and like deceiving people into sure. coming there. I mean, these, these pregnancy centers are known quantities in their communities. And they're getting a lot of their clients are going there because of word of mouth, right? Oh, absolutely. We so, don't have big. We don't have big Hollywood yeah. celebrities that are speaking out to, right. for us or giving big checks to you yeah. know pregnancy centers and things of that nature, or giving you a shout out on any you know any in any of the kind of late night TV shows right. or any yeah. of that. Right. <laughs> right. Right. In fact, it's exactly the opposite. Mm. And yet, what's happening? People are coming in. Why? Because often what happens is mm-hmm. someone was who was facing a pregnancy decision. Went to a pregnancy center, right? Mm-hmm. Was loved, was offered compassion, hope, and help, mm-hmm. right? And then what? They said, "My gosh, this is amazing what you've done for me." And then they go out and they tell other people yeah. who are facing pregnancy yeah. decisions. That's one of the primary ways that mm-hmm. we that we get clients for Absolutely. the work that we do. And those are the folks at pregnancy center banquets that mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time going to and speaking at are the testimonies that were there. They talk about living in my car and didn't think I could do anything and how they came alongside me. Or I'd had an abortion before and Mm -hmm. I just knew I couldn't do this again and they -hmm. they loved me. So Mm -hmm. it it really is sort of the opposite of the narrative that's that's put out there. Um, And and again, regardless of what the propagandists would say, uh, repeating a lie over and again doesn't make it a truth. It just makes it a lie that's repeated over and over again. (laughs) Right, exactly. Basically. And it's exactly what's happening. Yeah, uh, in this situation, in terms of you know some of the narrative around yeah. pregnancy centers and the work that pregnancy centers do, right? So, so for our, for our listeners, just give a lot of love to your your local pregnancy centers. Um, support them in any way that you can, prayer, financially, um, with your time, treasure, and talent. Um, yeah. Those those pregnancy centers they need us more now than ever, and and actually the women and men in our nation who are making pregnancy decisions need those pregnancy centers now more than ever. So, amen. Uh, let's continue to support them. All right, thank Thanks. you, Rollin. All right. We hope you enjoyed this episode of CareCast. For more pro-abundant life commentary and practical resources, please visit care-net.org. 
There you can subscribe to the Abundant Life blog, giving you access to videos, ebooks, podcasts, and other resources to help turn your pro life passion into pro abundant life action. Until next time, we pray that God blesses you and yours daily.